Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living and God's Word. Today we're going to be reading Ezra chapter 9 from the Jesus Bible, NIV edition, review key takeaways, and end our session with a prayer. On the 13th day of the 12th month, the month of Adar, the edict commanded by the king was to be carried out. On this day, the enemies of the Jews had hoped to overpower them, but now the tables were turned and the Jews got the upper hand over those who hated them. The Jews assembled in their cities in all the provinces of King Xerxes to attack those determined to destroy them. No one could stand against them because the people of all the other nationalities were afraid of them. And all the nobles of the provinces, the satraps, the governors and the king's administrators helped the Jews because fear of Mordecai had seized them. Mordecai was prominent in the palace. His reputation spread throughout the provinces and he became more and more powerful. The Jews struck down all their enemies with the sword, killing and destroying them, and they did what they pleased to those who hated them. In the citadel of Susa, the Jews killed and destroyed 500 men. They also killed Parshandatha, Dalphon, Astapa, Paratha, Adalia, Aridatha, Parmatha, Arisai, Aridai, and Baisatha, the ten sons of the Haman, son of Hamedatha, the enemy of the Jews but they did not lay their hands on the plunder. The number of those killed in the citadel of Susa was reported to the king that same day. The king said to Queen Esther, The Jews have killed and destroyed 500 men and the ten sons of Haman in the citadel of Susa. What have they done in the rest of the king's provinces? Now what is your petition? It will be given to you. What is your request? It will also be granted. If it pleases the king, Esther answered, give the Jews in Susa permission to carry out this day's edict tomorrow also, and let Haman's ten sons be impaled on poles. So the king commanded that this be done. An edict was issued in Susa, and they impaled the ten sons of Haman. The Jews in Susa came together on the fourteenth day of the month of Adar, and they put to death in Susa three hundred men, but they did not lay their hands on the plunder. Meanwhile, the remainder of the Jews who were in the king's provinces also assembled to protect themselves and get relief from their enemies. They killed 75,000 of them, but did not lay their hands on the plunder. This happened on the 13th day of the month of Adar, and on the 14th they rested and made it a day of feasting and joy. The Jews in Susa, however, had assembled the 13th and 14th, and then on the 15th they rested and made it a day of feasting and joy. That is why rural Jews, those living in villages, observe the 14th of the month of Adar as a day of joy and festing, a day for giving presents to each other. Purim established. Mordecai recorded these events, and he sent letters to all the Jews throughout the provinces of King Xerxes, near and far, to have them celebrate annually the 14th and 15th day of the month of Adar, as the time when the Jews got relief from their enemies as the month when their sorrow was turned into joy and their mourning into a day of celebration. He wrote them to observe the day as days of feasting and joy and giving presents of food to one another and gifts to the poor. So the Jews agreed to continue the celebration they had begun, doing what Mordecai had written to them. For Haman, son of Hamedatha, the Agagai, the enemy of the Jews, had plotted against the Jews to destroy them, and had cast the pur, that is the lot, for their ruin and destruction. 
But when the plot came to the king's attention, he issued written orders that the evil scheme Haman had devised against the Jews should come back onto his own head, and that he and his sons should be impaled on poles. Therefore these days were called Purim, from the word Pur, because of everything written in this letter, and because of what they had seen and what had happened to them. The Jews took it on themselves to establish the custom that they and their descendants and all who joined them should without fail observe these two days every year in the way prescribed and at the time appointed. These days to be remembered and observed in every generation for every family and in every province and in every city. And these days of Purim should never fail to be celebrated by the Jews, nor should the memory of these days die out amongst their descendants. So Queen Esther, daughter of Abihel, along with Mordecai the Jew, wrote with full authority to confirm the second letter concerning Purim. And Mordecai sent letters to all the Jews in the 127 provinces of Xerxes' kingdom, a word of goodwill and assurance, to establish these days of Purim at their designated times, as Mordecai the Jew and Queen Esther had decreed for them, and as they established for themselves and their descendants in regards to their times of fasting and lamentation. Esther's decree confirmed these regulations about Purim, and it was written down in the records. This is the end of Esther chapter 9. So here we see how the celebration and memorialization of that day uh, when the enemies of the Jews are impaled, specifically Haman and his sons, um, and the Jews are allowed to defend themselves. And then we see Purim as the memorialization of that day. So let us pray. Father God, thank you so much for your protection and your wisdom. Thank you for allowing us to be your children and for sending the Holy Spirit to allow us the protection against our enemies. Lord, we need you every day. We desperately are powerless without you. We have so many enemies that can overcome us. But Father, we know that with our faith in you, the faith in your Son, Jesus Christ, we will be victorious. Lord, every day we can be defeated. Every day we have no assurance if we're going to be alive or dead. But we know that your love will take care of us. No matter what happens, Lord, we will be in your company. So we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of Esther chapter 9. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.